This is Face the Music, an ELO song-by-song podcast. Episode 109, Bluebird. is a third track on Sacred Messages. John Vanderkeest wrote in the July 2017 article, Electric Light Orchestra, Song by Song, one of the strongest songs here on Secret Messages, with acoustic guitar prominent in the backing at first, interrupted by a couple of slow passages that seem to take the song in a different direction before it reverts to the initial tune. Mike in Santa Barbara wrote on songfacts.com, It's a rather sad song about someone who's well-meaning and idealistic, but keeps running into obstacles. On April 19, 2020, Ollie Olson wrote in the Facebook group Jeff Lynn's Blue World, Great song! On April 20, 2020, Stacy Reed said, To me, it never sounded like it should belong on this album. It sounded more to me like it could be on time, or it could even go on El Dorado if we had strings with it. But it just doesn't mesh with the rest of the Secret Messages album for me. But that's my opinion. Fly, be free! Hi, I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. Haven't we done this song already? Bluebird? Oh, no, that was Bluebird is Dead. This one's just a Bluebird. This one's just plain Bluebird. Okay. Well, it's another blue song. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's too early for him to be saying abidee, abada. But, eh, it's another song on the album. <laughs> the beginning part, I've been trying to place in my head. I was thinking Blondie's Heart of Glass, but it's definitely not that. Nope. But the beginning riffs, synthesizer riffs, sound very, very familiar. Hopefully, at some point, before we do bonus tracks, it will actually come to me. But then we get into the song, and it's, oh, okay, this is going on. But then all of a sudden, it jumps and jumps and, and jumps. And we've got a doo-wop portion where they're echoing his words, and it just kind of sounds like it was recorded in a different studio. So it doesn't really work. It's not like they're playing off of his voice. It's like, down the line, Jeff Lynne went, you know what? Yeah, let's put this in here. It just doesn't sound like it's cohesive. It sounds like he put something together and then threw a bunch of stuff on top of it. And once again, it's like the last song. It's like Loser Gone Wild. It seems like there were different ideas for different songs, and they ended up getting jammed together. The transitions don't really work too well. It's not a horrible song. I mean, I'm not going to blast it like some of the stuff I did on Out of the Blue, but uh, so far this album is just kind of frustrating for me (laughs) because I keep hearing good ideas and then I keep hearing, eh, whatever. I'll just throw this in here and get it done with. Or I didn't finish this, so I'll just throw it in with something else. See, 
you uh, sometimes surprise me. I expected you to hate the whale. You love the whale. And my head was blocked up because, of course, he would love the whale. It does sound vangelicy, and Eric likes vangelis. I thought you'd get a giggle out of Jungle. Wow, did you hate Jungle. <laughs> I thought you would like Bluebird. Eh, not so crazy about Bluebird. Me, I think it's a fantastic song. Of course, I love the tune of it. I think it sounds very ELO-y. I think it's the upfront acoustic guitar that uh, jangles all the way through it that I guess really helps bring out that ELOE sound along with Jeff's voice and all the backing vocals that's going on there. I don't think it's jumpy or bouncing from one to another. I think it's pretty coherent. There are parts where it does stop and slow down, which I think is kind of nice. And then that quiet middle part that is usually hinted at during the rest of the song, and then it goes into it, and then it jumps back into the song. I like it. My beef with it... It wasn't released as a single. It should have been a single. What I want to do is find the guy at CBS Jet and smack him around a bit. Because I don't know if he just didn't care or if they were just like, mm, we got an album, let's release this single. Nobody really cares about ELO anyway. They're so old. They're old news, man. They're so 70s. Because except for one song that was released as a single, which we'll get to later, I think all the wrong songs were released from this album as singles. There are a couple of songs on this album that I say, that should have been a single. That would have been a hit. And I think Bluebird is one of those songs that should have been released as a single. I remember it got a lot of airplay in August and September 1983 on KDKB, the, the album rock station in Phoenix. And they were right to play it. Because I think it's one of the better, catchier, I think it's a fun kind of song, even though it's kind of a depressing subject. I think it's a great song, and it should have been released as a single instead of other songs we'll get to later. Getting into what I do like about the song, that slow part is one of the parts I do like. Mm -hmm. Fly away, bluebird fly away for me To a place somewhere far across the sea that's one of those times where I do see where it transitions well. It transitions from the main part of the song right into that slow part, and that works. But a lot of the tempo changes and everything throughout just seem to be jarring to me. But it's on the verge of being a song that I would actually like. I mean, yeah. lyrically, that's also another thing I'm going to say that's good about the song. Mm. Lyrically, Jeff Lynn has improved so much Oh my God, at has this he point. Ever? Yeah. It's just... Somebody recently put in an interview with Bev Bevan, mm. and it is so obvious that Jeff Lynne, for some reason, just stopped really caring about Electrolyte Orchestra for the most part. Just <laughs> wanted this done with. Yeah. Which is sad at this point because, I mean, time was like he had a complete new rejuvenation in him where he had ideas for new music, he was writing better and everything. He's still writing great here, but mm -hmm. it just... <sighs> Just musically, it's not coming together. Now, that might change going through the album. I know this was a double album originally, and I'm sure it was meant to have all different ideas. And Maybe it works better as a double album. I have not heard the double album version. I know you have, for the most part. Yeah, I haven't heard the one that they've released as the official double album, but most of the extra stuff was released on Afterglow and Secret Messages, remaster, bonus tracks, and I have made my own... Secret Messages double album with Beatles Forever in there, you know, years, years, years before the official double album release. There are some people that say that this doesn't belong on Secret Messages. They say it seems like a song that should have been on time. And not so much. There is something here that carried over from time. That the... Work. 
They're done in the same way as in The Way Life's Meant to Be. Yes, I wonder. Yes, I wonder. I can see that time crossover, but otherwise I don't I don't see this one as something that would have fit on time. Maybe it needed more I don't know, calm chat or strings or something to make it sound timey wimey. I don't think that this sounds like it belongs on time for one reason. Time for the most part had live drumming. They, there is that. This obviously has some drum machine in it. Mm-hmm. And I know Bevan really hated the drum machine, but <laughs> That yeah. is one of the other parts of this song that does work is because the drum machine is put in doing a sound that sounds like something you would not have a human drummer do. So it sounds like something that's added in musically as a sound mm-hmm. rather than just, okay, well, instead of having you try to play to a click, <laughs> I'm just going to turn the machine on. Yeah. This is actually what I like hearing drum machines used for is making sounds that you can't do unless you have eight arms. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so Neil Peart was about the only drummer I think that maybe had eight arms. He had a few hidden somewhere, I swear. But <laughs> he, he would need to. Yeah. Yeah. This song is so much on the verge. It's just like Secret Messages, the title track. It was so much on the verge of being a great song. And there's just these little things that it seems are holding it back. I know I got a lot of heat for the hate and everything that everybody thought I threw towards out of the blue. <laughs> but uh, I can't hate this, but it's just... I wish it was a lot better. Mm. There is one weird thing about Bluebird, and I don't know if this has happened to anybody else, but depending on what I listen to it on, the opening wah, 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 wah. Sometimes, I've heard it recorded off of a record onto a tape, sometimes that's more out there and pronounced and you can really hear it. Other times I hear the more wah-wah of the guitar. Other times I hear it mixed in there where it's not so out there, where it's just even with everything else. And I don't know why, depending on what I've listened to it on, or through headphones or speakers, why that would sound different. Because I've either listened to it on different formats or through different ways to fill my ear holes, and all the other songs, it sounds like just like it would from record, tape, disc, whatever. But for some reason, there's something weird about that opening of Bluebird that I don't know why it would change how it sounds. Well, it's a reason why I stick with vinyl a lot of times whenever I want to present how the song was supposed to sound. Mm -hmm. Unless the artist actually says, well, this is not how we wanted it to sound (laughs) because it was too muddy, the production didn't work, or we've tried to fit too much on the album. Those are cases where I defer. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times, it's usually somebody other than the artist who made it that suddenly decides that it's going to change when it goes to CD for some reason. I have occasionally heard different versions on cassette or different versions on 8-track, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I like going with the original versions, which is why I actually take so much time to record vinyl and then clean up the clicks and scratches to play it, because I think a lot of times the uh, sounds way different once it gets to the CD or any of the later production, especially since a lot of those master tapes unfortunately got lost a few years ago. Eh, yeah. But this was even pre-CD. Like, if I recorded the album onto a tape to take with me somewhere, or somebody else recorded the album onto a tape, and it's just... It's the it's the noise. Yeah. There's noise that comes through on that, especially on cassettes. Yeah, especially if you're using a 20-year-old Kmart tape to record <laughs> ELO over whatever somebody else recorded on that tape 20 years ago. Got something to say about Bluebird? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. 
time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? You work. You work. You work so hard. And then someone. Hey, Mom, I'm just getting a drink. Someone will come around again. <gasps> Sorry. Hello, this is Troy White, and here's a thought from Troy. Bluebird. Okay, I don't hate this song, but I, I don't like it all that much either. It's a nice ELO ballad. Jeff sings it well. The instrumentation is, is pretty, but um, I just don't think it belongs on the album. I don't think it really contributes anything to the album, as far as I can see. It would have been a great ELO B-side, and now that I've listened to the extended two-record set of Secret Messages, I think maybe one of the bonus tracks from that might have been better for the third song on the album, although I don't really want to go down that road. But if I had to pick, I probably would pick the extended version of Endless Lies, even though that song is so associated with Balance of Power it's kind of hard to see it in another context, but I think it would have worked as the third song, side one, of Secret Messages. And I can just hear the comments now. What's he got against the birds? He says the birds are scrounging. Ay, ay, ay. This has been a thought from Troy. refers to the song Bluebird is Dead from their third album on the third day. The line, but it's only make-believe, a reference to their 1974 album El Dorado about a man who lives in a dream world. The secret messages are right there in front of your faces, people. Only the guy in the road, that must have been some kind of a nut. Good hello, my name is Don Fields. More of the Drum Machine Orchestra. Well, it sounds like Bevan went off to a buffet run at the other side of town, and the melodramas kicked up a few bonus notches with Jeff's vocals, both in lead and background. Lyrics, repeated use of the words, but it's only make-believe and the work, work, work chant. This may not sound like I'm taking this song and its drama seriously. Well, I'm not. How can you with the work chant being used over and over and over? Still, his unreliable acoustic rhythm guitar makes his first appearance on the album, so that's another old ELO crate that has not been digitally replaced yet. Plus, undercutting everything here, Jeff can still work his pop craftsmanship perfectly, no matter what decade and its dominating technology is thrown his way. Catching up with the 80s? Well, so far so good. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I did like the song and to tell you, um, a cat scratched me and I played with my friends and accidentally did not tell Eric. So please don't listen to this, Mom. <laughs> it's a good thing she's not sitting one inch away from you. Uh-huh.
Wow, she liked it. Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 110, Take Me On and On. Work, 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 work. Bluebird. Jeff Lynn must have something about bluebirds. Because Bluebird is dead on the third album. All right.